This is Cowrie 97.5 FM, Abbey Ockerdale, and I'm Jackie Wilson Batley. Confirmed COVID-19 cases in Nigeria, one step from hitting the 6,000 mark. Nigerian Center for Disease Control, NCDC, recorded 5,959 cases by last night up from 5,621 the previous day. There were 338 new cases, with Lagos still topping the list with 177 new cases. Kano appears to have moved to position 2, coming on the heels of Lagos. Kano recorded 64 new cases, Abuja 21, Rivers 16, Plateau 14, Oyo 11, and Katsina 9. A total of 1,594 have been discharged, meaning there are about 4,365 active cases and 182 deaths. This is the Reset Bulletin on Calgary 97.5 FM Radio Abeokuta. I am Willie Thomas and the race for a vaccine to tame the new coronavirus enters a new phase with Madagascar throwing banters at the World Health Organization saying the WHO and critics of the COVID organics herbal cure discovered in the country couldn't come to terms with the fact that a cure can come from Africa. And now the World Health Organization says it was now in touch with the country. Regional Director of WHO Office in Africa, Machu Diso Moeti, said the office was in touch with the Madagascar Health Ministry and had met with the Madagascar President. The WHO response is coming after Madagascar President Andri Rogelina slammed WHO for not endorsing the CVO, that's COVID Organics. The herbal drug was developed by the Malagasy Institute of Applied Research. Madagascar sent samples of the tonic to selected African countries, including Nigeria. And now our scientists appear to be waking from their deep slumber, claiming the country has a lot of herbs to equal Madagascar. Government through the central bank is also now dishing out money for research into vaccines. And critics say this is medicine after death. About 4.5 million people worldwide have been infected by the new coronavirus with about 320,000 deaths. Welcome to the Reset Bottin and in today's edition, Abia El-Wunemi starts a new series in the Delhi Ramadan talk. We will also be listening to the Madagascar president explain COVID organics, the wonder herbal drug that has cured more than 100 of the country's COVID-19 cases. The country has recorded only one death and this was due largely to other underlying health conditions. We will return to the Czech Republic which showed the world that face masks can do so much to contain the COVID-19 pandemic. Details of this come in today's edition of the Reset Bulletin. Hey, my friend, longest time. Uh, keep your distance. Are we currently? Haven't you heard that coronavirus has entered Nigeria and people are contracting the virus every day? But I use hand sanitizer to clean my hand. I can't contract it. That's a good step, but it's not enough. No handshakes, no hugging. Practice physical distancing by simply increasing the space between you and other people to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Truth is, stay at home. I'm only out because I came to buy food items for emergency. You have to take responsibility to prevent the spread of 
of coronavirus. Avoid areas where there are lots of people. Ensure to keep a physical distance of at least two meters from other people. Wash your hands with soap and running water regularly and do not touch your face, eyes and mouth if you have not washed your hands. Take responsibility for you and the rest of us. This message is from the Federal Ministry of Health, the Nigeria Center for Disease Control, and its partners. Hi there, I'm Lucy Van Olden Barneveld from the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. If you're tuned to Cowrie 97.5 FM, then it's time to get serious. COVID-19, or coronavirus, is real. So stay away from crowded areas, keep to hygiene rules, and more importantly, listen to and abide by what government tells you to do. If you go to the market, Keep two meters away from everyone and wash your hands once they make contact. Any contact at all, you need to wash your hands. Remember, coronavirus is defiant. It attacks all, big or small. Thanks. I'm glad you've heard my message. I'm Lucy, and I work and live in Canada. Abia El Wunemi opens today's Ramadan talk with a new series on labor. That's next on the reset bought in. Concept of labor in Islam. In this world, nothing can be had without labor. In fact, it is labor and industry which has contributed to the progress of civilization. Where would the world have been today if no one had worked? Certainly, it would have been dark the unshaped heap of different objects. Due to the existence of labor now, the world is a beautiful shape. A unique feature of Islamic labor provisions is the dignity of the laborers. Islam teaches that all people are equal and should be respected and treated equally. Allah says, O mankind, indeed, we created you from a male and a female, and we made you nations and tribes that you may know one another. Indeed, the most noble of you near Allah is the most righteous of you indeed. Allah is all-knower, all-aware. Surah Al-Hujurat Islam is the religion of nature. It shows the perfect way of life. Labor has got a lot of importance in Islam. In a tradition, holy prophet peace be upon him, said, the labor is the friend of God. It shows that how much importance Islam is giving to the labor. The economic cycle in Islam, and in general, consists of three aspects, production, distribution, and consumption. Every aspect has its own stakeholders that play their own important roles to make sure the economics are growing by the day. Production is the parts where goods are made for the sake of the consumers and under, under the economic purpose. Islam is a religion that particularly pays attention to laborers as they are one of the important parts of the production process. The concept and nature of labor in Islam In bullet points Right to be fired when the performance is lacking To obtain the rights determined by the employers the wages have to be given directly after work, right to choose a job that up, that's appropriate for him, right to choose a job that's suitable with him, an opportunity to make a brotherhood, to be given time to do religious rituals, the right to complain about injustice, 
to make our everyday lives easier, to improve the economic growth, to not be abused during his work, an important part of production, a brother to protect, right to get off days, right to get a proper wage as a provider to our needs, to create mutual interdependence, the right to receive kindness, right to be paid on the due time, to receive wages at the fair amount, showing us the ethics of hard work, their dignities should be a preserve, right to have rest between work times, right to create unions between laborers, right to work at the exact amount of time, to help another Muslim to fulfill their needs, to make humans be grateful towards one another, right to refuse the work that might be done physical harm to him. Obligations of laborers. Besides becoming the important parts of the society and the rights that need to be fulfilled by employers and society, the laborers also have some obligations too, as follows. To follow the order of his employer, to work at the exact amount of working time, to do the work assigned by the, his employers, perform the specified work and do his best in it, to work under the good conditions of physical and mental health. Labor is highly valued in Islam. Labor is a form of worship. Islam considers labor as a virtuous endeavor. It is mandatory upon every people who have the ability to do any work. Islam plays a significant role in the protection and promotion of labor rights. On the other hand, the remarkable aspects of Islamic labor provisions are that it clearly identifies the duties of workers and thus creates a balance in the labor environment. Islam says about almost all kinds of labor rights. The Prophet said, Very, Verily, Allah loves that when any one of you does something, he does it perfectly. Apia Elgo Nemi from Cairo, Egypt, next to Madagascar, where a wonder drug, COVID Organics, has set the country on a conflict path with the WHO. Madagascar President Andy Rojalina said the drug was developed from herbs that were unique to Madagascar. He spoke to French TV channel France 24. Good afternoon, Mr. President. Hello. It is a pleasure to be your guest, particularly in times of war against the coronavirus. So we're going to talk about what you've called this war against COVID-19 on top of lockdowns, face masks and distancing measures. Madagascar has set itself apart by its use of COVID organics, a remedy based on Artemisia, a plant with proven therapeutic effects in the fight against malaria. You've already sent it to a number of African countries, but do you have proof in Madagascar that this treatment works, that it has actually cured people suffering from COVID-19? Well, we have indeed introduced this remedy, which contains Malagasy medicinal plants. This is something that we are used to in Madagascar. 80% of the population uses herbal remedies. This being said, COVID organics is, needless to say, a preventive and curative remedy against COVID-19. It works really well. 
and it is the result of research carried out by the Malagasy Institute of Applied Research, which has the status of a regional research center as part of the African Union organization. I would like to clarify that IMRA is a medical, pharmaceutical and training center created in 1957 by Professor Ratsimamanga, an emeritus African scientist. You mentioned evidence. Earlier I said we are at war. As you well know, the global death toll from COVID is nearly 300,000. Can we really afford to disregard a potential treatment, particularly in times of war? What evidence can we provide at this point? Well, our patients are healing. Out of 171 infections in Madagascar, as many as 105 have healed. That's a majority of COVID-19 patients who have healed. You mentioned evidence. What I can tell you is that the patients that have healed have taken no other product than COVID organics. To summarize, we are seeing a clear improvement in the health of patients treated with this remedy called Tembavi CVR, and this only 24 hours after the remedy was first administered. The patients are found to heal 7 to 10 days after receiving the remedy. It is a natural remedy a non-toxic, non-invasive remedy. Nevertheless, Mr. President, not everyone is convinced by the evidence that you're talking about. And it's not just anyone who's skeptical, the African Union, ECOWAS, and especially the WHO, the WHO's Africa office, have in the past few days repeatedly warned against the illusion of a miracle cure. Not only does the WHO have doubts as to the effectiveness of COVID organics, but but it is also worried about the possible side effects for those who take this tonic. Well, you are referring to Dr. Moetzi's warning against the use of COVID organics. I have a question for you. Wasn't there another medication called Mediator? that received all of the necessary marketing authorizations? My question for you is, how many people did Mediator kill? You're all familiar with the statement by professors Bernard Debré and Philip Even. These professors introduced over 58 medications manufactured by prestigious laboratories. And according to them, not only do these drugs have zero healing effect, but they're also dangerous, if not lethal. These drugs have been and are being marketed in Africa. And I have never heard Dr. Moetzi or WHO issue statements banning the use of these drugs. This being said, we use a tonic, a decoction. In other words, we brew medicinal herbs in boiling water 
in order to extract the active ingredients. That's our traditional medicine. It is famous and recognized because it works. There's a lot of talk about Artemisia with this remedy. You've put a question to me. Well, I have a question for you. What if this remedy had been discovered by a European country instead of Madagascar? Would people doubt it so much? I don't think so. I can tell you that uh, those Malagasy patients who have received the remedy, whether you call it Tambavi CVO or COVID organics, these patients are all the proof you need that it works. Well, on this point, let's, let's take France's example. The National Drug Safety Agency very recently published a warning against buying Artemisia-based products, stating that their therapeutic properties are, and I quote this agency, false and dangerous. Do you get the impression that these doubts or these suspicions of, let's say it plainly, quackery, come from Western countries or maybe Western and pharmaceutical lobbies. You may have heard or seen the statement by Professor Montagnier. After all, he was the recipient of the Nobel Prize in Science of Medicine. And according to him, Artemisia is a way to cure the coronavirus. So that's one thing. And you may have also seen the research by Professor Tu Yuyu in China. Professor Tu Yuyu has been able to extract artemisinin from Artemisia. So I don't get it. Why so many questions? Why all this trouble? The problem with COVID organics is not the formulation. We're not talking clinical studies that pretended not to know. People are bad-mouthing this product, Tambavi CVO, yet all it does is save lives. It's a good thing. In this battle, they are trying to slow us down. They're trying to discourage us, stop us even from moving forward. Who are you referring to, Mr. President? Well, no one will stop us from moving forward, not a country, not an organization. Who am I referring to? Well, you refer to a number of organizations, including the World Health Organizations. Well, we in Madagascar have our own tonic. We are a sovereign country. We seek to help our people not become victims of the pandemic. No, quite simply, what everyone is asking for is the clinical trials. You cited IMRA, the Malagasy Institute of Applied Research. But for the time being, this institute has only carried out clinical observations and not clinical trials. So when will they be carried out and who will carry these trials out? Clinical trials and clinical observations are two different things. When it comes to Tambavi CVO, the status of Tambavi CVO is that of an enhanced traditional remedy, which warrants a validation system that is different than that of a drug.
We are not conducting clinical trials, but rather clinical observations in line with guidelines from WHO. So we have conducted these clinical observations. There's a study protocol to observe the impact of the remedy on the state of health of COVID patients. We have fully complied with universally recognized standards of ethics for clinical research and studies. But last Thursday you announced that clinical tests were soon going to be carried out. Is this no longer the case? Now, there are two different aspects. Let's not mistake one for the other. Several protocols have been set up. Firstly, like every other country in the world that is fighting the pandemic, we are under pressure to find a treatment for our patients. And when Professor Raoult made an announcement saying hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin worked, we used the treatment he recommended, and for that, I wish to thank him. Without the solution he proposed, we would not have been able to save the first victims of the coronavirus. This being said, we all know that high-dose administration of both drugs produces side effects and adverse effects. This treatment presented risks of toxicity, which warrants greater clinical monitoring. Regarding the second protocol that we had Adopted. That protocol was for Tambavisivia. I'm referring to the tonic or decoction that I referred to earlier. We follow the principles of clinical study and observation as well as WHO guidelines. The vast majority of patients who were treated with this remedy are all of the proof you need that it works. No one has died in Madagascar. No one has died. All we have done is heal our patients. Earlier, you referred to clinical trials. Needless to say, we have a third protocol. I'm referring to a clinical trial on an injectable drug that is different than the remedy we are currently making available. This is part of scientific cooperation efforts at a regional level, as well as with physicians and scientists in the U.S. and, needless to say, in the Indian Ocean. The Malgasy Institute of Applied Research, which you mentioned earlier, won't reveal the exact ingredients of COVID organics because uh, one imagines that this institute doesn't want to be overtaken by a competitor before it can secure a patent. But many Malagasis from the country's interior don't have access to this cure, so, uh, so that they can produce it themselves and protect themselves. Can you tell us, um, other than Artemisia, what are the two other plants that make up COVID organics? Needless to say, COVID organics is mostly made up of medicinal plants, mostly Artemisia, to the tune of 62%. The remedy also contains other medicinal plants which are endemic to Madagascar. This information cannot be disclosed at this time. We are still awaiting results. And we will initiate clinical monitoring at a regional level. We have our own formulation. And as I said before, we are working together with the Malagasy Institute of Applied Research. 
And there is a product I would like to show you. It's called Medecasol, currently manufactured by Bayer. Bayer is a laboratory that makes a hundred or so different medications. But this product is the result of research together with IMRA. This medication was developed in 1961. I'm simply trying to tell you that African and Malagasy scientists should not be underestimated. We are here. Questions abound, yes, but what is the problem with COVID organics? Really? Could it be that this product comes from Africa? Could it be that it's not okay for a country like Madagascar, which is the 63rd country, poorest country in the world, that it's not okay for such a poor country to have come up with Tambavi that can help save the world? Remember, we are at war. But in this war, this war cannot be won by military might or economic power. It is God who gave us these medicinal plants to help our country and help the rest of the world against this disease. Madagascar President Andy Rogelina talking to France 24. Next to Czechoslovakia, where face masks have been the main personal protection gear that has stemmed the tide of COVID-19. Ogun State government said it had ordered one million face masks and face masks are now mandatory for everyone appearing in public. We have an important message for all of you, especially if you live in a country that is right now facing the new coronavirus. The pandemic is growing exponentially in many countries. But the Czech Republic is one of the few in Europe that has significantly slowed down the spread of the virus. In this video, we would like to tell you what we did differently. And mainly, we would like to help you to do the same. We are following social distancing and the rules stay at home. But others do that too. We also have a strict hygienic procedures. Others do that as well. But the main difference is, everyone who has to leave their house has to wear a face mask. Everyone. I know, they may be told you that masks wouldn't protect you, but there are studies proving that even a homemade mask can be partially protective. Partially. Any protection is essential today. But now the more important thing. Masks fundamentally prevent the transmission from you to others by sneezing, coughing, but also breathing. And many people are the most contagious before they start showing symptoms. So, when we both have a face mask, I protect you, you protect me, and we are both safe. Based on recent data, we know that population-wide use of masks is essential for suppression of the outbreak. According to our professional experience, a simple homemade mask can prevent up to 100% of the spread of potentially infected microdroplets. The more people use masks, the less virus can be distributed and fewer individuals are exposed. Just a few days ago, people were laughing at those who wore masks. 
But some people knew about this positive effect and started to share this information across social media. The message grew fast through artists, influencers and others. I know, face masks aren't in stores, right? But something incredible happened. People started making homemade masks and giving them to others for free. Many companies, theaters or even retirement houses changed their buildings into sewing rooms and thousands of people started to sew masks at home. So we know that face masks work and it has been repeatedly confirmed by scientists. We know that it is possible in just three days to provide face masks for 10 million people in one country. And we know that here we have fundamentally repressed the infection. Please share this knowledge and help us to change as many countries as possible. Take a picture with your face mask on and share it with the hashtag masks for all. It can really save lives. And remember, I protect you, you protect me. And this is where we'll wrap up this edition of the Reset Boarding. Stay safe, physical distancing, hand washing, learn not to touch your face, wear a face mask, body and house hygiene, and you're safe from COVID-19. I am Wally Thomas. Please enjoy the rest of the day. This is Cowrie 97.5 FM, Abbey Okata, and I'm Jackie wilson Battle. Oh. <laughs>